You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today we continue on with the chakras and this week we are at the solar plexus. This is located at the center where your stomach meets your rib cage around that area. And it is in control of your stomach, intestines, gallbladder, liver, pancreas, and spleen, and is often connected to your digestion, as I mentioned in the sacral episode. In our lives, this shows up as personal power, willpower and motivation, courage, our mental state. It's as we say, the gut is the mind of the body. It's the same with the solar plexus. So this is connected to um, a lot of what happens in our brains. It's also connected to our confidence, our identity, our competition, and our purpose. Yellow is the color of the solar plexus. So it's again with the solar that's connected to the sun. And so that's where we get this power. It's what powers our planet. Solar power is what I like to think of how I connect the energy of the solar plexus to my life. It's like, this is the power, my willpower. I've said the word power about a million times now. And with that being said, things that come up in crystals, the energies are sunstone, which I know I mentioned in the sacral episode because of its connection to the sun and giving us that vital energy that we need. Citrine is connected to this chakra, yellow jasper, pyrite, amber, yellow topaz, and tiger's eye again, because this is very much around our power and motivation and manifestation. The animals that are connected to the solar plexus chakra, in the Hindu tradition, it's the ram. For me, what's been coming up a lot is the cheetah because it's also connected to like solar energy. It's very masculine. It's very driven. It's fast. It's forward moving. And just the movement in general is very, very quick. It's very directed energy. I very much resonate with that. As I was saying last time, I'm very good at moving forward and just wanting to keep going. I'm not good at slowing down in the sacral area. So for sure, I definitely resonate with this cheetah energy. The dragon has also been coming up because it's a symbol that came up for me because I keep being told that I have this inner fire that wants to expand, but I'm holding it back and keeping it small. Um, and this is definitely around my mental energy where I'm always trying to figure things out and I'm not letting it flow. And this is very much around the solar plexus. Also, I connected it to the dragon because 
dragons breathe fire. And in the Kim Kranz deck, the dragon card is connected to the solar plexus, talking about that inner fire again and how you're lighting this fire. And a lot of that also is mentioned as like the, it being the third at the top of the human lower chakras. And so once you've built up your stability, you've gotten into your creative flow, then the next thing you need is that power to push things forward and to really move into that confidence that you can move forward with it and get things going. And that's where I feel I'm at that point now where I kind of have an idea of like the creative flow that I'm getting into now and where what the creative projects are and now I just need to start moving forward but I need to connect that sacral feminine flow with the masculine and find a way to balance that so that I'm able to have all of my lower chakras in balance and another thing that came up recently was the lion again very connected to the sun very much a courage animal the lion heart it also comes up for me a bit around the heart chakra but it came up as like leo energy which is again the sun it's creative it's fun it's playful and connected to the leo season which is you know starting in the summer and right now mars is in leo and so that gives us very much the Mars is all about ambition and moving forward more so action, I guess, than ambition is a better way to say it. And so that is again, solar feeling to me, even though it's obviously its own planet, I think this joins really well with Leo of like getting, lighting a fire under our asses, which just came in my head when I was thinking of like how to explain why, what it means to me when I see it. But yeah, those animals, it's always good to have an animal energy that maybe you can channel and look at and see how you can adopt those qualities. The foods that are suggested for the solar plexus are, of course, around the color yellow. So pineapple, lemon, ginger, bananas, sunflower seeds, because of course the sunflower is yellow and has the word sun in it. And then also things like beans peppers oats turmeric as well just because it still has that yellowish color in, in the food and then chamomile tea because i think that can calm us down a little bit but also help enhance those other positive qualities and then that leads into scents where lemongrass lemon of course ylang ylang again geranium grapefruit cedarwood, juniper, black pepper, and then rosemary. Those are all seen as very good for the solar plexus and also for digestion as well. And then the gods that I found for the Hindu tradition are Rudra and Lakini. And then Athena, the goddess of war, which actually I didn't realize until now really does tie into um, that Mars energy that I've been feeling around the lion and Leo season right now. Um, so Athena could be a good goddess to tap into for your solar plexus. And then how this might look if you're looking at your solar plexus and maybe some areas where 
you could give some extra attention to if you may feel a little bit blocked or feel like you're not quite feeling that fiery energy right now, that you may be experiencing a lack of confidence and some self-doubt. You may be feeling depressed or stressed, again, with the mind being connected. It may lead to some procrastination. You may even feel that you're not connected to your purpose right now, or you might feel helpless, like you just don't know what to do. And then on the outside, you may be feeling judgment or a fear of rejection from people. You may be really sensitive to criticism and external validation might be what you're seeking instead of looking for that self-motivated feeling that you get when it's balanced. And then if it's really overactive, you might be really competitive. You might be super just burnt out as opposed to just being stressed. And you may be very aggressive. You might just feel yourself going into combat every chance you get just because you have too much energy in that area. And then when it's balanced, like I said, you feel more self-motivated. You feel really driven from an internal place. And that comes from confidence, but also being humble, not being too overactive or overconfident. It means that you are able to have a clear mind when you're making decisions and you can make decisions because you're feeling very sure of who you are and what your purpose is. You're happy and outgoing and you're able to commit to things because you know that you'll be able to see them through and you can really feel into what feels good for you. And then, of course, like I always say, how do I get from blocked to balanced? There's some healing things that you can do to try and tap into that balanced energy that we've all experienced at some point. And one of the things that came up for me that I did a post on my Con Concrete and Crystals Instagram was power poses, where you can stand with your hands on your hips like a superhero and just hold that pose and really feel what it would feel like to be a superhero in that moment. This can be really great if you're just starting to build up your confidence. And so you could do this for work, for when you have to have a difficult conversation, when you're meeting people for the first time, any of the times when you feel yourself getting back into that lack of confidence or self-doubt, you can really start to physically try to embody what it would feel like to have more confidence as you're in the process of gaining the confidence from the inside. Setting small goals and then celebrating your progress can be really great for building your confidence in yourself. And it's also a way of getting to the finish line, which I feel like is something that is very connected to the solar plexus. It's like around achievements and results. And this can go too far in the direction where I think I get sometimes where it's like the overachiever. And so really celebrating small wins can really help you to stay in that humble uh, feeling that I mentioned being connected to the confidence where it's a confidence where you know you can do something but you don't have to do all the things to the extreme. It's just knowing that every time you complete a goal that you set for yourself, that is something to celebrate. And then sometimes when we're in this process, we might start to think about like what our identity actually is and picking it apart and being like, how much of this was internal of how I actually feel about myself and who I actually want to be 
or how much of this is external things that people in society told me I should be or things that maybe family members told us like you're very good at this you should do this but maybe it's something you didn't want to do it's just maybe it's something you happen to be good at or better at than they were um really looking at what lights you up from the inside going back to that inner flame that I was talking about what really gets you feeling in that mode of I really need to do this and feeling driven towards it and where you can really push forward with less effort with less resistance because it's something that resonates with who you feel you are and what your purpose might be healthy eating and keeping your digestion really healthy is of course good for the solar plexus and I feel like vitamin C I don't know if this is true but for some reason this came to mind when I was reflecting on the solar plexus that because it's sun energy vitamin D and vitamin C just for some reason felt really important to make sure that those levels are in check of course checking with your doctor to see what um, what your body is already resonating with those and if you need the supplement or not maybe and then inner child healing I feel is really important for this because a lot of our identity and where our confidence or lack of confidence or lack of self-esteem starts is from childhood so really thinking about anybody like I said that's influenced your sense of identity and who you are and how much you trust yourself because if people are either rejecting you or telling you you're not good at something that you feel like you really love doing or just criticizing you in general it really does deflate your sense of confidence and it can really also reduce your willpower if you felt really driven towards something and you were on a roll and then someone was like you're doing that wrong it just kind of makes you not want to do it anymore even if it's something you know you should be doing it can, you kind of get that like what's the point and so doing inner child healing can be very empowering to go back and like tell that little child like no you loved this you should do more of this and one way of doing that is through positive affirmations. First, of course, I'll just say that the Bija mantra or the seed sound for this, uh, for the solar plexus is Ram. And the affirmations that I have here are, I am capable and in control of my life. I am authentic from the inside out. I am driven by my purpose. I am powerful and I am enough. I really feel strongly that this like yellow positivity and movement can be achieved. I think we've all had that at some point, even if we have to look back to when we were a child and Leo is actually very connected to the fifth house, which is connecting to children and childhood and that like playfulness. And so we can start to look at what times we felt that way and like maybe what we naturally were drawn to as children. And something that I came up with when I was doing the energy healing session for the solar plexus was just kind of a visualization or like guided process to take yourself through in terms of connecting to your who you are and feeling confident in 
sharing who you are and what your purpose is or sharing parts of yourself with people. Um, and it was just a little thing that came to mind. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through that. So you'll imagine that you're at a party with people you know from all areas of your life, people from work, from school, from your day-to-day -day life, friends and family. It's just a huge mixture of people. But there's also strangers, people you've never met before either because everyone brought a plus one, someone you don't know, and everyone's kind of commingling. You can't really go to one particular area as like a safety zone. And so your first thought is, I'm going to go to the bar and get myself a drink or a beverage of some sort just to regroup. And then you decide that it's probably time for you to come back into the group and you start walking in and somebody that you don't know comes up to you and says, oh, hi, I am friends with so-and-so. Why don't you tell me a bit about yourself? And you know that there's a group of people next to you that are going to overhear this conversation. So what do you say? Do you look to see if someone you know is listening? Would that change your answer if you knew that someone you were acquainted with was listening in on the conversation? Would it depend, would it depend on who was listening? Would the answer be different if it was a family member listening versus one of your friends or a coworker? Now imagine the version of yourself that's connected to your inner child, who knows the very core of you, who knows your talents, your gifts, your best qualities, and your experience. What would that person say about you? That version that only knows those qualities doesn't know all of the negative self-talk that you give yourself. Imagine that that version knows all of your shadows, but also just really sees how it's made you the powerful and courageous person that you are today. Now tell me about yourself. What does that version of you sound like? That was just an interesting perspective that came to me and I think it would be good to journal on this I think that journaling is always good for each of the chakras to connect into the energy and really get to the root of where those maybe blocks or places where we need some help are coming from often they'll be from the inner child so solar plexus is a really good one to journal about and I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with Michelle. I love her energy. She just has a yellow energy every time I think about her. And I know you're going to love that episode. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.